Father, thank you for gathering us today to hear your voice, to hear the message about your blessing for us. Help us, Lord. Anoint us through the Holy Spirit to understand, to realize the message you are providing us today, Lord. Thank you. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The meditation of the week comes from Psalm 29 verses 1 through 11 Give unto the Lord O ye mighty give unto the Lord glory and strength give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness the voice of the Lord is upon the waters the God of glory thundereth the Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calve, and discovereth the forests. And in his temple doth everyone speak of his glory. The Lord sitteth upon the flood, yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people, the Lord will bless his people with peace. Amen. Today's message comes from 1 John chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him, that begat loveth him, also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood. 
and these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions, the petitions that we desire of him. For the past 6,000 years, since Satan, the devil, illegally robbed earth from God's hands, has been still reigning in the world. The devil rules the present world by giving his power to the principalities and powers to the rulers of the darkness of the world and spiritual evils in high places. Satan, the devil, had the power of the anointed cherub in heaven and now rules the world with his power even after he had fallen and had been cast out to the earth. He became the Antichrist, but he is still exercising his power until he is judged unto execution. But 4,000 years later, God finally appeared in this world in the name of Jesus, taking care of the sins, death, and curses of the world. Only through dying on the cross and resurrection, Jesus was able to judge the devil. God has made Jesus both the Lord and Christ. Because of this, only Jesus, who became the Christ, judged the devil, the Antichrist, and then overcame the world. Therefore, to overcome the world, we must believe in Jesus, who is the Christ, and enter into him. Only those who overcome the world in Christ are freed from the power of Satan, the ruler of this current world we live in today, and don't go to hell where he is to be cast in the future. 
God gathered only those who were born of the Holy Spirit to be united in the Church of God, who believed in Christ Jesus, and the Church of God received the authority to prevail the gates of hell. As for the power to overcome the gates of hell, Lord Jesus spoke to his disciples. And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon the rock, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Matthew sixteen eighteen. Hence, when Apostle John testified the power to overcome the world, he certainly confirmed of the faith of Jesus as the only Christ. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and every one that loveth him, that begat loveth him also, that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God. When we love God and keep his commandments, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is that overcometh the world but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the section we just read earlier from 1 John chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Apostle Paul also testified of those are saved in the Christ. From Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 7, 13 and 14, he states, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, in whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Anyone who believes in Christ Jesus and is born again by the Holy Spirit is sealed with the Spirit of promise, and the Holy Spirit will not leave until the day of redemption, that is the day of rapture. 
when the body of sin is to be resurrected. That is what Apostle Paul testified of the eternal security of salvation. Through the covenant that God gave to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not only God's chosen people of Israel, but also the children of God saved in the age of grace, God gave the promise of eternal blessing. It is also called the blessing that appeared in the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. When God called Abraham about 4,000 years ago, he blessed him and gave the word of promise. In Genesis chapter 12, verses 2 and 3, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. When God spoke to Abram, he said, In you, to your seed. In other words, all the nations shall be blessed through his future descendants. The Holy Spirit, through Apostle Paul, testifies of who his seed is. Galatians chapter 3, 16 Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not, and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. When God spoke to Abraham that all nations in him shall be blessed, they shall be blessed to receive eternal life by believing in Christ Jesus, who is to appear in the world in the future, whether they are Jews or Gentiles, without dis discrimination. Therefore, God gave the blessing of being saved through the gospel of Christ. Apostle Paul testified of this in Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. For I am not shamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by faith. 430 years after God spoke to Abraham the promise of eternal life, God gave the law through Moses. Thus he placed all people under sin. The Holy Spirit gave Apostle Paul the testimony of the reason. In Galatians chapter 3, 17, 18, and verses 22 through 25, he stated, And this I say, that the covenant that was confirmed before God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years after, cannot disannul that it should make the promise of none effect. For if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more of promise. 
but God gave it to Abraham by promise. But the scripture hath concluded all under sin, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up into the faith which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. Under the covenant given to Abraham and Christ Jesus, through the faith in Christ Jesus, we are liberated from the curse of the law and overcome the world under the devil's reign. Therefore, we who become children of God become heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Although we suffer for the Lord Jesus in this world, it is for us to receive the glory together with him. This is the Apostle Paul's testimony to the saints in Rome, saying that the present sufferings are not comparable to the glory that will appear to us. Before the Lord left his disciples from the world to heaven, he spoke of this in John 16, verse 33. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. I hope today's message is a blessing to you as well. Even though we face tribulation on a daily basis out in the world, may you all find grace and peace within our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.